I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. If you love listening to Girls with Goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. All right, today we have a super fun special guest for you guys. So we want to get into that interview. We're going to do some rapid fire, high, low goals. Yeah, we have a guest, Calix, on today. You guys are going to absolutely love her. We had such a great conversation about health, fitness, the fitness industry, being an influencer, all the BS that can be out there. And just life in Hawaii, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Being a college athlete, she has so much to say. So you guys are going to love that. Yeah, we get into a lot today. If you are coming from her channel, hi. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> um, we start every episode with a little high of the week, low of the week, and a goal. So 
Yeah, even though we want to get to the episode, we don't want to skip this part because we know how important it is to check in with ourselves, reflect, set those goals because that is just going to keep life moving forward. So, and Catherine, what was your high from the week? My high from the week was this weekend was so chill and we stayed in both nights with just like Carolyn and I and our roommate and it was so nice and I loved every second of like having energy the next day to nicely get things done do things during the day instead of like staying out late and needing to catch up on sleep during the day so I loved that yeah there's a time and place for both but I think most of our weekends have been super busy and sleep deprived so this weekend was nice and refreshing for both of us I enjoyed it and then my low for the week was I took a Pilates class and it was so underwhelming and I just feel like it was a waste of money time oh my god first of all it was so much money but but yeah yeah sometimes those boutique <laughs> fitness studios are steep and I think like Pilates can be a good workout it was an it was enjoyable but and Catherine and I both left being like okay that was that was good but I I don't know I like to feel like I've like really exerted some energy in a workout that just like makes me feel good to exert energy and I didn't if feel I'm like paying I, $40 a especially class. <laughs> if you're paying that much for a class yeah I I like thought that it was an enjoyable experience and like I would totally do Pilates again it was like a much more chill vibe than what I'm used to but agreed that I like felt a little bit unfulfilled personally I had to buy a two class pack so I had to go again and it was was, yeah I went today and as well as like earlier in the week but both times went with people so that was like a good time getting to hang out with them however that was my low for the week and my goal is I just need to be eating some more green vegetables. That's legit. Right. That's my that's my whole goal. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to keep up with, but go to the grocery store, buy them, have them prepared. Guys, get frozen vegetables too. If you're really honestly, struggling, frozen vegetables are easy peasy. Being in college, having a limited time to like cook. Yeah. Frozen vegetables. They love save to love you. them. Always have some on hand, so if you can't cook others, they're just as good. Alright, what's your low and goal? My I'm gonna start with a high. My high was also that we had a really chill weekend, and I went to a bookstore earlier in the week to get a journal, because you guys know my goal for this week was to get myself a new journal, finally start journaling consistently again, and I went to this bookstore, and I'd always seen this bookstore in Boston that's like a bookstore coffee shop hybrid, and it looks so cute, cute. and I've always like wanted to go in. I think this was the first time that I actually went in, but it was like so popping in there like so busy a full cafe going down and like such a good bookstore so I literally I think I got like four books like they really hooked me in but they had some really good books on sale like books that I had seen before and so I got some and I got this one book because we were talking in the girls with goals group chat last week about our favorite books the link for that group chat is always going to be in the description of our podcast episodes if you guys want to join but we were talking about our favorite books And somebody suggested this book, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and I saw that there, so I had to get it, and I've been reading it all weekend, and it's so good. I'm She really has. I could finish it tonight, but I'm really busy, so I'll probably do it tomorrow and let myself enjoy it, but it's just been nice, like, chilling and reading, and I've had a lot of extra time, 
because my phone's been broken all weekend, (laughs) which is my low because it's been wildly frustrating to not be able to communicate with anyone, to not do any, like, work that I want to do on my phone. Her phone gets possessed. possessed, And it's been sending paragraphs of just, like, random Random letters. letters. It opens and closes random apps. Like, if I try to open my phone to actually use it for something, it's like, I don't know what it'll end up doing because it just gets possessed and does something random. So I've had to just not use my phone all weekend, which, one kind of leaned into the refreshing chill weekend vibes which was really nice but at the same time was like also just like a real pain and really frustrating and so today I ended up getting myself a new phone so that's also exciting and a goal for this week I'd like to get back on a better sleep schedule because I've definitely let that go in the past couple weeks where my sleep schedule is just like super random and I feel better when I get a good night's sleep and then I can wake up like decently early and refreshed you know I don't need to force myself to wake up way earlier than I want to but I would like to be getting up earlier and getting a better head start on my day and then also having like a more legit time to go to bed at night so that's mine a better sleep schedule all right and now we're so excited to get into this interview and we hope you guys enjoy Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows happy mammoth has what you need for gut health hormone balancing detoxification anti-aging beauty mood clarity sleep and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you so check out what happy mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try for a limited time you can get 15 percent off your entire first order at happymammoth.com just use the code goals at checkout that's happymammoth.com and use the code goals for 15 percent off today okay all right guys we are now joined by calyx she's all the way in Hawaii, and we'll give her a chance to introduce herself first so that you guys can kind of get to know her and know what she's all about. So if you want to introduce yourself, it's all yours. All right. Hello, everyone. This is so new to me. I've never done a podcast or anything like this, but um, yes, my name is Calix. I'm from Southern California. Um, I went to the University of Oregon and 
did acrobatics and tumbling there. Started out doing gymnastics my whole life. Did that from ages six all the way up until my like junior year of high school, got injured, ended up like taking time off. Um, realized that I still wanted to have a shot at being a college athlete. So I looked into acrobatics tumbling, started training for that specifically, um, and did track and field on the side as well. And then ended up going through the recruitment process, went to Oregon, was there for four years, loved it. COVID kind of messed it up a little bit towards junior and senior year, but we did it, graduated. And now I am in Hawaii living with my boyfriend um, and I'm just starting off my um, fitness career. I'm launching my um, website slash app pretty soon. And I'm super excited to really dive into the whole fitness world. Very excited. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like you've kind of already had so many like cool phases of your life so far, which is super interesting. I know a question that we actually have been getting a lot is how to deal with injuries, like the frustration that can kind of come with it when you can't work out like you're used to or you can't play your sport. What, what, what was your injury like and how did you deal with that? Um, so when I was injured in gymnastics, it was when I was like 12 or 13 is when it first happened. Um, I hurt my back and the gymnastics world is actually insane. Like coaches refuse to believe you when you're injured, unless you like have like proof of like an x-ray, like all that type of stuff. Um, so I kind of would always play off my injuries, but I'm fine unless it was like something super serious. So I kind of let it go for a while until I got to the point where I, um, retired because I went to my last meet was warming up and was like, I literally can't walk right now. Like I cannot walk up straight. And so yeah, it was my back. I like, did something weird on the floor um, and messed it up and went to a bunch of doctors. They had no idea what was wrong with it. Like the x-rays were fine. Like I had minor scoliosis and like really, really tense like muscles, but still like nothing really did anything. I took time off, whatever. Um, and then after that last meet, I took a break and then I broke my wrist like a few oh days like after I got back. <laughs> and then I was kind of like, you know, like I'm already far behind. Like it was my junior year. So that's kind of where you get recruited. And I had some offers, but I still like, wasn't really like in love with the sport at that time. I was kind of like veering off of that and wanting to try something new. So for me, like the injury aspect wasn't too bad at that point. Um, I just kind of kept, you know, doing what I was supposed to be doing, making sure that I stayed in shape just in case I did want to go back and wanted to, you know, continue with this. Like you don't want to completely blow it all and just like right. sit around and do nothing. Um, in college, thankfully, I didn't really have any super severe injuries. I had multiple concussions, which were extremely frustrating because, you know, like you're, you feel fine. Your just brain is all sorts of jambled and stuff. But yeah, especially just, being like, in school, like, not even just the sport, but, the, but being in school as well. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like, you have to be a student first, whatever. But um, I just remember sitting like, I think it was nationals my freshman year. Um, I had a concussion like the day before we were supposed to leave. And with like acro, you have to, cause it's kind of like cheer, kind of like gymnastics. Um, if someone gets injured, you have to pull someone out and like put someone in, in like every single one of your places, but not everyone can do the exact same thing. So sometimes you have to have multiple people like switching and out. So it's all kinds of craziness. And it was right before like our biggest meet. And I remember just like sitting there so frustrated. Cause I'm like, I know I could do this, especially just for like one meet. But, like, concussions are so serious in that realm. And it's just, you really have to trust your um, 
trainers because they know what's best for you, especially for the long run. Like, if you're injured, listen to your trainers. I know it sucks, but they're looking out for you. Like, listen to your doctors. They're, they know what's best. You know your body, but they ultimately know, like, injuries more than you do. So if you want to prolong your playtime and your body just in general, like, just stick it out. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I know I haven't had any serious injuries, thankfully, but even with minor things, like, if you try to brush it off and, like, keep going 100%, it just makes it worse. So as frustrating as it can be, like, you you have to let that recover before you try. They always talk to us in Oregon about, like, knowing the difference between being sore and being in pain, Mm -hmm. and, like, that's always been an issue with me, like, because of gymnastics, it's always like, oh, you're fine, like, you're just sore. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, just really knowing your body and knowing, like, when to stop is very, like, crucial. Mm -hmm. absolutely then moving forward your life as a college athlete what was what was that like it was interesting it was a lot um (laughs) college athletics is like no joke like Mm -hmm. if anyone's listening that is um you know in the recruiting process currently in college or you know wanting to you have to understand that it is going to be hard like buckle up it's everything you think you know about your sport is completely incorrect you're gonna go in there and like you might be the star athlete at your high school Mm -hmm. you when you step foot in your college team like Mm -hmm. you're nobody nobody knows who you are like you basically have to start back from the bottom and work your way up um and it's just a lot of hard work but it is also extremely rewarding and so fun you learn so much about yourself about you know how to work with other people that you know you didn't grow up with in high school like completely new atmosphere um it's yeah it's just a lot (laughs) but it was super fun um definitely take every single opportunity you have to you know grow yourself and um meet people go out party have fun you know sports isn't everything Mm -hmm. you might feel like you know the only thing that's important in your life but you know make time to branch out of your just like your team atmosphere and then so while you were in in your sport how much Mm -hmm like personal fitness did you do or how much that you are doing now did you know Uh then and kind of what steps did you take to move more into the personal (laughs) space um so I my like freshman sophomore and mostly my junior year you would not catch me in a gym ever like (laughs) outside of practicing and outside of like our mandatory lifts like my roommate she would be like oh like let's go to the rack and like run a mile or like let's go like lift weights I'd be like absolutely not like why would I that like we already practiced like I don't need more (laughs) right you're already Um, so physically active and demanding yeah I was like I don't need to like no and honestly I never thought that I would be the type of person that would like lift for fun like I enjoyed my sport like I loved doing flips and like doing acros and doing that type of stuff like actually going to the gym and working out was like not something I was interested in like at all Mm -hmm. um and it was kind of just once like COVID hit and um I actually went to Hawaii as soon as it hit and when school shut down and stuff um with one of my old teammates and we stayed here for like three months or so and that was like the first time I didn't have like obligations with practice with lifting with like anything so my only workouts were like hikes and swimming and stuff and that sounds like (laughs) yeah it was really nice but like when I got home I was just kind of like I'm not done being an athlete and like I love being active and stuff and I knew that my time was like coming up I was a junior so you know I had one more year and I'm like well after that what am I going to do and so I knew that I was like pretty good at lifting like I am a pretty big girl like I'm five nine I'm pretty strong like I was a base 
So I'm good at lifting humans. So, you know, might as well try going to yeah, the gym on my own. Crazy strong to be in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I already know how to, you know, lift the weights because that's what we did for Oregon is we actually like did Olympic lifting. So I knew the form and all that stuff. So I really just kind of took that and ran with it and started following other influencers and like learning what they were doing and kind of just did my own research outside of that. And then that's when I kind of it just like clicked and I was like, oh, I really like this. I might, you know, try to make this something yeah. that I can use in the future. So at that point you were training for school and also lifting on your own? Yeah. I um, tried to keep it separate and like kind of moderated a bit. I, there was one point where I was like too focused on like the outside of me just lifting for personal, you know, preference and stuff like that. And I was getting a little frustrated, especially towards my senior year, like towards the end, because our lifting is pretty different from the lifting that I like to do that I like showcase on my Instagram and mm-hmm. my programs and stuff. Um, like the lifting for Oregon was mostly like power lifting type of stuff. So just okay. like low reps, high like yeah. weight, right. that's it. And I'll get super frustrated because I'm like, I feel like I'm not getting in a good workout. Like I'm doing three sets of two back squat with like a lot of weight. I'm not like sweating. I'm not like, yeah. you know, super active. Like I feel like I'm not getting anything out of it. So then I would go and work out on top of that, which was not the best idea because I was just super fatigued in practice and stuff like that. But yeah, I have had like a lot of girls come up to me and ask me or DM me like, Hey, like, how do you balance it? And like my biggest, I guess, tip would just be focus on school first and focus on like your sport. Once you're done with that, then, you know, go into your personal lifting stuff because it's really, really hard to balance the two. Yeah. That, that would be a lot trying to keep up your own workout routine yeah. Also yeah. doing like a full time college sport, yeah. like that that just eats up so much time. And it's like and so physically demanding. Like you're saying before, you your body can't recover and like be Yeah, it was not good. My coaches had to like pull me aside at one point and were like, You need to chill out. <laughs> I was right. like, All right. But, yeah. <laughs> but I totally understand though that like if you don't like the type of training you're doing with them yeah. and you want to do this other training, like you don't see it as like, oh, I'm doing another workout. You see it as like this is I'm doing what I actually like to do and then yeah. they're kind of making me do this other thing because I have to do yeah. it you know yeah exactly so I like see how that would it would feel like two separate things but at the end of the day it's just like stress on your body over and over yeah yeah definitely so then you graduate and at that point had you started creating content online when did you kind of take the the leap to start doing that um so with like being a D1 athlete you have the NCAA that's like on your back 24 7 there's so many rules they've changed a lot of them now like the whole name image and likeness thing like when I was in college we couldn't have brands reach out to us we couldn't like talk to them we couldn't promote anything like it was really just like you in school and like that's it like those are the only affiliations that you can really have so as soon as I graduated I have a separate workout account like should I combine the two like what should I do with that he's like I was posting at the time but it was just like random workout videos and like I had maybe like a hundred followers at the time and I had like a decent following on Instagram so I was like I really want to make this like something that I can you know make a living out of you know start posting workout stuff on your main account and you lose followers whatever that's fine but you will gain followers that are like like-minded like you and like want to see that absolutely so might and like you'll have both types of followers you'll have your lifestyle followers and you'll have your you know fitness followers and it kind of is just a lot easier to manage um so yeah that's how I really started 
And then, so that, was that like right after you had graduated? So you said you had a separate Instagram account. So you like, you were kind of interested in creating some content. Yeah. TikTok, had you started posting on TikTok yet? My TikTok was a mess. It was just like random videos. Um, I first blew up on TikTok from an acro video. I just like made a highlight reel of a bunch of videos from us like competing and stuff. Um, but I used to like make fun of my old roommate for using TikTok. I'm like, that's for children. Like, I can't believe you're using that app. And like, literally, like a few months later, I was like, oh my God, I got a thousand views. Right. <laughs> and then I just kind of like posted whatever. Like, when I was in Hawaii, I posted just like acro stuff, handstands, beach stuff, like nothing really fitness related. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started posting on my like separate Instagram account, I also was um, posting stuff on TikTok as well. It's kind of like the same exact videos. Yeah. I used to do like outfit videos too on TikTok, but those weren't super, super popular, but yeah. Still fun to always have a balance. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to do with my content because I feel like there's so many people out there just posting workouts mm-hmm. and it's like you really have to differentiate yourself from that and have yeah. to know who you are and what you stand for like besides yeah. just a workout video so especially with your life being so cool uh, like the lifestyle yeah. stuff yeah I love like being able to mix the two as well because I feel like it's just hard to have two Instagram accounts and balance both of them making sure you're posting constantly it's hard it's hard enough to post on different platforms alone different like pages as well right so with your social medias, then what, what do you feel is like the purpose of it or is like the message that you always want to come across in your content? Um, I really want to just be authentic and just show my personality, like to the T, like how I am in person mm-hmm. um, and just show like if I'm promoting something or if I'm doing a workout, like that's the stuff like I actually use and like I actually do. Like I highlight all of my um, supplements because I use those every single day. It's one of my highlights so people can see that I'm like, actively using these things I'm not just like posting it once taking a step and then never talking about it again um and the workouts I do I know a lot of content creators do this where they like record like bits of workouts like in one day for like a week of content like they'll do like squats in one outfit then go change and do something else and then like put it all together post it which is fine like I get it it's very you know time efficient but to me like I just personally don't want to do that because I want to be like doing the workout with you guys I kind of want that type of feel um so I just really want to be like authentic and be me and educate people as like best of my ability like it's all my um not personal preference but personal experience because there is so much information out there and what I do isn't going to be this like isn't going to be as beneficial as someone else like everybody's different like if you don't like my training style that's fine but I'm still going to post about it I'm not going to you know, go with this wave of like, oh, these people are starting to do this and this. It's like a bunch of trends going on with workouts and stuff. But yeah, I just try to be as authentic as possible. Yeah, let's talk about that. The whole like extreme amounts of information about workouts that are out there <laughs> on social media and trending workouts and just through your own personal experience and how you've grown within yourself and within this industry. <laughs> what has been your experience with Yeah, that? it's been wild. Like when I first started, I don't even remember like what type of workouts I would do. I would just go in there and do like a million things and like hope for the best. Like I had no idea what I really wanted, like goal wise. I the first person I followed was Megan Grubb. I still love her to this day. Oh yeah, I, um, but I used to like do her workouts, all that type of stuff. You look kind of like, similar to her. 
blonde in the tan yeah <laughs> yeah like she was like the first person I followed and it was more into like Gymshark stuff that I followed like um Morgan and like uh Dem- Demi Dagby is that her name I think yeah 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 they're pretty um, um I feel like um Morgan is kind of a gymnast as well right? yeah I, I she is my idol um <laughs> Yeah, I like her. I like watching her content. I'm always like, damn, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like following her and then also doing some of her types of workout and like joining them, but it was just still not like aligning with like progress. Like I wasn't making progress that I wanted to. Um, so I guess like now, because like it's kind of like a blur in between of what, like there was no like click of me knowing what to do. Like I kind of just gradually figured out things with like school and stuff too I was taking other like human phys classes psychology classes like um stuff like that about like the human body and whatnot so I was kind of learning more about like that type of stuff which helps me figure out like the bs and stuff in like social media um but like now I feel like it's so much easier to access information like back when I started like there wasn't tiktok so I couldn't really or there was tiktok but it wasn't super fitness involved I guess Um, but now I see so many random videos of everyone talking about like their opinions on certain supplements and what you should and shouldn't do and what workout is the most effective and what workout isn't effective and like all this stuff. And it's just, I can understand how confusing it can be for some people. Like I get so many DMs where people like, I don't know where to start. Like some people say this, some people say that, like, and as hard as it's like, you just have to do your own research and like Google will be your best friend, but make sure that you're Googling you know, not just stuff that goes along with your opinion, like just Google a bunch of different things, try to figure it out, try things out. It's all trial and error. In my opinion, with fitness, like, like I said earlier, my workouts might not work for someone else. Someone else might not like that type of working out and that's completely fine. Like it's the best workout is the workout that you truly love and a workout that you're going to be able to do every single day and be consistent and track progress. It doesn't matter if it's powerlifting, if it's hit, if it's, you know, body weight stuff, like whatever it is just figure out what you love to do and just stick with it who cares what other people say like as long as that's fine yeah I think it's super important as well to like follow a range of people on social media series all those different perspectives Mm -hmm. but also Mm -hmm. follow reputable people because I know like we I'm a certified personal trainer and captain's Mm -hmm. fitness instructor like and I'm sure you're certified as a trainer as well so it's like now we've all educated ourselves we we know the truths mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. not and truths. speak accurately and like yeah but in if, depth on those if things. you're just scrolling through your explore page and stuff I, sometimes i see things that are just so so false and they yeah. get so many mm-hmm. likes and it's like there are so many people out there who are spreading false information and who are just not reputable but they make it look aesthetic or they they mm-hmm. get people right. somehow and then yeah. we'll fall for it. And I think that can be super detrimental. So make sure, you know, kind of vet who you're following and who you're taking yeah, advice from as well. Yeah. Uh, Especially like some people post things about like certain workouts that are going to give you a dumb truck. But like, if you look <laughs> at them, you can tell that they're just like naturally. Right. 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 Yeah. Like some people just have really aesthetic bodies and then they'll be exactly. like, this is what I do to have six pack. And they do like 12 crunches every single day and that's it, or something like that, right, like, that's like, not, I, <laughs> right, like, let's sit down, let's talk about yeah. this, yeah, or, yeah. like, you'll be scrolling through TikTok, and there's a video of, like, a 
super genetically like um blessed blessed girl yeah. and then the comments are flooded with like workout routine your workout? Your ab routine what's your yeah. routine and it's like yeah the this, video does it's not even about like anything related yeah. to fitness but everyone in the comments is like ab routine like people yeah. i think gravitate towards like seeing somebody with a a body that they want and then just want to copy what they do when that's mm-hmm. not the answer you know there are yeah. people out there who yeah. like genuinely will help you be your best self and like work on you rather than just trying yeah. to copy some someone pretty on the internet yeah and like if someone eats exactly the same as someone else and does the exact same workouts as someone else there you're not going to look the same you're Absolutely. just not. it's different it's really personal like you need to figure out what works best for you and just run with it right and that goes back to the whole trial and error thing like yeah I've tried every single workout yep. <laughs> every single workout I like what you said before in the beginning about just you would go to the gym or like go to do a workout and do a million different things yeah because I remember going to like planet fitness mm-hmm. like like five school, years ago yeah. like high school <laughs> doing every single machine <laughs> yeah with and like then, no plan with no plan I would just hop from one to the other but like you know, it gets your foot in the door it a little bit, It gets your, though. right. It, yeah, you I think it's, it's go. learning. You're not, gonna, you're not gonna walk in the gym and know absolutely everything. Like, we're yeah. all still learning. We've been yeah, learning. I think we're never gonna stop. A lot of people are, like, intimidated by that, too. Like, they're like, I don't know where to start. I'm like, just go. Just go and try out exercises. It's scary, and- it's scary until the second you get in there. Yeah, exactly. I, say, I, I like start with dumbbells. Like, you don't need to use yeah. a single machine. You can grab a couple dumbbells and get in a corner and just do some exercises and figure, you know, work on yeah. them. Yeah, and, like, the thing is that everyone in there is working on themselves. They're not worrying about you, like, right. they couldn't care less. And that is, like, a big thing, because people, like, always walk in, they're like, oh, a lot of people are staring at me, like, well, I'm like, no, they're not. They're yeah. not. You're fine. <laughs> just do your thing, whatever. And if they are, who cares? Like, just get your workout right. in. You're, you know, working on yourself. They're working on themselves. End of story. Exactly. They're either in the same position as you or have the yeah, same position as you. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never seen someone in the gym, and I've, like, I've never judged someone for what they're doing unless, like, they look like they're, like, doing something physically dangerous, maybe. Yeah, yeah unless they're about to hurt themselves, you know, but, and I'm, like, but any good, debating whether they're, yeah, any good person <laughs> that's there to work on themselves, like, doesn't, won't judge anyone else, and if people do judge you, then it's always just a projection of their own insecurities. That goes exactly. for anything in life. <laughs> yeah, that's just how anything. people work. Yeah, exactly. What what are some of like the biggest fitness myths that you see people buying into, or the things that you kind of try to bust with your content? We're mm-hmm. we're into we did an episode a couple weeks ago like busting, busting fitness myths because there's just there's so much there's out there so and much people, that like people yeah. blindly support yeah and once you're in the space and like you're a personal trainer and you're those th- they become so obvious to, to you, you once you know yeah that wrong but right like I see people like. I see some of those like fake posts and people commenting and I'm like, how in the world does some people still believe this? But then I think back to right. a couple years ago when I didn't know I still either. It. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I would have bought right into that too. Yeah. I know it's very hard to like see something and like backtrack and like right. try to put yeah. yourself in someone else's shoes that's never heard anything about fitness and be like, is this even like reasonable? But yeah, I totally understand that. Um, one that I see a lot is just like all the detox crap, oh, you yeah. know? that whole like detox tea or just like fasting or juice cleanses all those types of things like your body cleanses itself you don't need to do any extra juices or teas or anything like that it's not going to help you in fasting especially like 
fasting is totally fine if it's not fitness really like if you're fasting for religious reasons right. or yeah that's a completely you know story. yeah when, like I've done that before I went to a Christian school when I was a kid I went to a Catholic school I've done fast before um but for like health free or not health but like right. fitness but like wise term like, if you're trying to get an effect out of it like a physical yeah yeah long-term effect like absolutely not that's yeah. just a fasting is just like romanticized starving yourself (laughs) yeah and I mean I remember like I don't know like late middle school early high school and stuff like you don't know anything else and I remember always being like oh like doing a juice cleanse would be so cool like that's the healthiest thing you can do a juice cleanse and it's like when you learn about it it's like no that's actually really unhealthy (laughs) because you're not giving your your body the fuel that it needs like you're literally starving your body yeah, I remember one time telling my mom that I was like, I want to do, like, a fast or, like, a cleanse or something, and it was when I was still in gymnastics, my mom was like, no. She's like, you work out so much, you will pass out, and I was yeah, like, yeah, imagine you would be doing a flip and just, like, <laughs> mid-air. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I, like, ended up doing one later after I was, like, out of sports just for, like, religious reasons with my, like, church, uh-huh. and that was, like, fine. I wasn't in sports, so it was terrible. It was so hard, but, yeah, yeah. I don't think people can do that, like, on the regular I saw like this one TikTok recently of this girl. She's like, "Yeah, every Sunday I fast." I was like, oh, "Girl, but it was Sunday is supposed to be like the for- most enjoyable day ever, and you're gonna do right? that yourself." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another one is like this one's like really really big now, and like it's very a it's a big controversial thing on TikTok especially, but the whole like keto fab that's going oh, on. Yeah. And I've just like learned so much about that because like when I grew up my mom has been keto for how I have no idea forever it feels like and um I was gluten-free growing up because I was allergic to it and I kind of like back then there wasn't like a thing like having gluten-free options so right so it was just like carbs carbs, yeah yeah exactly because most carbs have gluten in them unless it's like rice or whatever so I kind of grew up not like hating carbs but just trying to stay away from them because I was like I like don't want allergic reaction whatever and then once I like took did like training and stuff with my um personal training thing and with first form and with uh I took a nutrition class in college and just like learning about how your body breaks down macros and everything like that and what you need to like you know make gains and be stronger and lose weight all that type of stuff it just like physically it doesn't make sense to me how people can think that's a good thing to do long term because right. yes you do lose weight very like quickly and it is effective but as soon as you start eating carbs again you're just going to gain it all back and it's such like a yo-yo like diet yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. people will you know swear by that i've been keto for so long and i've lost this much so i'm like but are you happy you haven't had a carb in so long <laughs> right you and at the same time, like, maybe you may be keto, but like you're losing weight because you are also in a calorie deficit. Like, that yeah, that's like, like the main thing. It's not like a like, secret hack. I, yeah, exactly. I think that for for some people who like really love their high fat foods, like people who just mm-hmm. love like putting butter and you know yeah. like high fat meats and all of that on everything, like I think maybe for that type of person it can be helpful but for someone because like it puts you in a I am way more of like a carbs over fat person oh, yeah. to begin with like I I mean I eat like avocados and olive oil and like nuts and nut butters and all those things for fat but like ultimately I'm so much more of like a carb person so yeah. like the calorie deficit would just come from eating more whole foods and like lowering that intake altogether not from like cutting yeah. the entire food group yeah 
I think that's like the biggest misconception is that people don't understand that it's not from specifically cutting out carbs. It's from the deficit that you're in because you're cutting out a whole food group and you're prioritizing protein because that has like no carbs in it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, the prioritizing protein is great at the same time. The portions are going to have to be smaller because fats are so much more calorically dense. So that's why I also think it's like it, if you don't understand that the calorie deficit's what's really controlling it, and you think like, as long as I'm eating just fats and proteins, I can eat however much I want, and then yeah. you're having like sticks of butter and so much stuff, it's yeah. like, no, that's yeah. it's, it's all not because of that. Yeah, all of like the keto like recipes where they're just putting like cream cheese on everything. I'm yes. like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like that's not it. But I don't know. Like if I don't know if you just have like one one serving of everything sure but I'm a huge portion person so if my diet was like just cream cheese and butter I couldn't do it (laughs) everything but the bagel seasoning if you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well- this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. So you touched a little bit before that you're living in Hawaii now. So what has, what yeah. was that transition? Um, it has been interesting. Um, so like I said, I came here uh, last year 
once COVID hit, I kind of, it was very just random. As soon as we got the news about like COVID shutting down school and that we didn't have to be there for Acro, mm-hmm. me and my roommate were like, let's book a one way. And I was like, okay. And so then we like left like two days later and kind of stayed everyone's there. dream. <laughs> That's yeah. what everyone until we had, until I was like, I should probably go back now. I got to go to school so at some point. So um, I kind of knew my way around, around this island, which was really nice because Ben, my boyfriend, has never been here before. Um, but when him and I first started talking, we actually met on TikTok. Fun fact. <laughs> Very weird. Is he on TikTok as well, or is he just a regular user? Um, he kind of is. He, like, had a few, like, viral videos, but he doesn't post too yeah. frequently anymore. But, um, yeah, I just, like, saw one of his TikToks and, like, followed him, and then he followed me and damned him and all of that. But he's from North Carolina, and then I'm from Southern California, so literally across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told him, like, from the beginning, like, I want to end up in Hawaii at some point. Like, I want to live there for at least a year. Like, obviously, I'd ideally want to live out here for longer, but at least for a year now, like, depending on, you know, where I am at in life and stuff. And um, once I graduated, I went to North Carolina and stayed with him for a few months. And then um, we decided that we were going to make the move. He was at a place where he could, you know, move as well. Like, he had a job, but he wasn't really loving it. Like, he wanted to, you know, try something else. He's been in North Carolina his whole life. So we decided that we were going to go and we traveled, we road tripped across the country to Southern California. Um, we had some unfortunate events that happened with like the Hawaii plans. So we were going to plan on moving with um, my friend Terry that I initially went out here with mm-hmm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to get a place with her. We ended up, like, putting a payment down and all this stuff, and it was a, like, fraud thing, and it, oh. we, like, lost a shit ton of money, oh. which sucked, um, and we, like, already booked our flights. We were super excited. We were, like, we need to find a place to live, and we had a flight in, like, a few weeks, so that was really stressful, but thankfully, and, like, we didn't have jobs lined up out here. Like, I'm self-employed. I have my own business, but he didn't have a job. Like, he used to work for a bank, and he was just going to come here and apply and just figure it out, um, and a lot of places, like, you have to have, you know, proof of income, all that type of stuff, um, which we didn't have any of that. But we luckily found this place. We're living in like a little studio right now um, in Honolulu. And we like were messaging people and stuff, found this place. And they're like, as long as you have like six months rent of saving, like, that's fine. We don't need any more information. And we were like, perfect. <laughs> so flew out here, uh, took an Uber from the airport, airport to here. And then took an Uber to a car dealership, bought a car that day, just a used car, and just now we're here and got a bunch of stuff from stores and made a bed. And yeah, like our first few nights, we were sleeping on um, a pile of clothes, which sucked. But because I I ordered a bed off Amazon and it got here, or the bed frame got here but the bed oh, did not uh, had a frame with no bed and we're like, right. oh, Can't really right. <laughs> yeah but yeah now we have like everything's fully functional uh we have a bed we have you know everything we need it's cute it's small but um I mean when you're in Hawaii it doesn't really matter <laughs> how long have you been there um three-ish months I would say okay, oh, nice. thank you how's it been it's been great. I love it. We're having so much fun. It is a little hard that like neither of us really have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like yeah. him and I. Yeah, like I love him to death and you know, we love hanging out with each other, but we do kind of miss the social aspect because like he works with like five other people and they're all way older than him. 
I'm like not going to school. I'm not like, I don't have like an actual job that I go to. So I don't like other humans. So that's been our biggest struggle is just like making friends and stuff like that. But other than that, I love it. Guys, if anyone listening is in Honolulu, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have Kalex. But that's so fun. We're all about um, like experiencing as much as you can traveling. We grew up a little bit internationally. We're mm-hmm. originally from New Hampshire, but we lived in Hong Kong for four years growing up. So we kind of got the travel living internationally mm-hmm. bug mm-hmm. adventure from that. <laughs> yeah, that's so. so Hawaii fun. would be so cool. I would love to go at some point. Yeah. What is so- what is life like? Like, how are you? balancing healthy lifestyle your own work mm-hmm. everything and trying to experience Hawaii what's like a day in the life there a day in the life okay so we wake up pretty early um Ben has to go to work at like seven forty-five ish so um and we prefer to work out in the morning mm-hmm. and there's like a gym that's connected to our apartment complex that's like really really nice it's Perfect. pretty new so we have squat rack you know deadlifting platform literally everything you could need um so we go there in the morning um I technically don't have to go with him in the morning but I just like to be able to spend time with him because he leaves and has to work all day so um I wake up we go to the gym at around five ish I would say and he lifts I do a little bit of cardio come home I help him make breakfast and like lunch and whatnot he leaves and then we only have one car right now so depending on if I have the car or not if I do have the car I drop him off and then I drive to um Alamana Bowls which is like a little surf spot and I take my penny board and skate to a little park and do like outdoor workouts or like handstands or just like hang out by the beach and then um him and I go get lunch and then um I either go back to the beach or I go home and do another actual like lift um if I don't have the car I normally stay here and um once he leaves I do some work answer emails, make some content, whatever it is. And then I lift later on in the day around 12. There's like a fluctuation of like people that go to the gym out here. So I think it's like nine to like 11 and it's jam packed. Like after that and before that is really nice. So I try to like maneuver my way around the yeah. crowd. It's like I'm here and I don't really go anywhere else. <laughs> but yeah. And then I work out and I come home you know, just do more content, more work or stuff like that. And then he comes home and we'll either go watch sunset or we'll go get dinner, make dinner, whatever it is. Um, my like weekdays aren't super, super jam packed with stuff, but our weekends are always like, we're constantly going, 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 doing as much stuff as possible. Um, like yesterday he had the day off. So we like woke up, watched sunrise on this like sunrise hike. And then we came home, made breakfast, went down to downtown and went shopping and stuff. Then went back home, changed, went to the beach, and went diving, and took some underwater photos and stuff like that, and hung out, watched the sunrise or sunset, and then went back home and made dinner. So it's kind of all over. Sunset, I love it. (laughs) That's the perfect day. Yeah, Yeah, it's there's so much to do out here. We're like trying not to do everything all at once because like we live here, we have so much time, and it's just so much fun. And it's like really nice having like the gym here and everything because I can like pretty much go whenever I want I don't have to drive anywhere he doesn't have to drive anywhere um but yeah it's really it's been pretty easy to like balance everything I would say that's awesome and then kind of similar to trying to balance everything so be just being a leader in the health and fitness space Mm -hmm. it's easy to look at your content and assume that everything is super easy and that you don't 
struggle with anything, mm-hmm. but we all know that social media is a highlight reel and the good is good, but there's also some of those not so good things. What mm-hmm. are some of those things that you still struggle with most when it comes to health and fitness? I honestly, I do. I feel like I try to showcase the bad as well. It's really like, if someone asks me, DMs me, like I'll tell them my whole life story. Uh, <laughs> I have been trying to figure out ways to in implement more of the not so good side into my social media without being like feel sorry for me whatever right that's That's a hard thing to you know it's like a hard balance being honest but not being like sad yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and I'm like a total open book when it comes to like fitness and everything um I do post um here and there pictures with like hate comments and stuff like that which I constantly get on TikTok about like looking like a man being manly like being trans yeah, I'm like, but he looks is actually gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I really don't understand. And, like, I would get made fun of for that stuff in like school and like growing up. So, like, it is something that I have been like insecure about. Right. Not yeah. really like looking like a man, but just being like having arms that are tight. Yeah, like think I, anyone who has a little bit of muscle. Yeah. Strong. Strong. Like. Yeah. There is that kind of idea in your head. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know where it comes from, but it's like. I've my arms have always been pretty toned just from like gymnastics like ever since I was like a little child like I've always been pretty like muscular and I remember like being in school and like guys like boys would come up to me and be like oh flex like do like how many pull-ups can you do like <laughs> more than you, you can beat me up I'm like okay like what why it doesn't matter you know like that type of stuff and uh like to this day I'm like I'm over it now like whatever my boyfriend loves me. That's helped a lot. Like he's very um, supportive when I do have those days where I'm like super self-conscious or whatever it is. Or if I get a hate comment that like really hits me, like he is someone that I can lean on. Um, but yeah, that has been like a big thing for me to like realize that like so many people have this idea that women can't be strong or that women shouldn't have muscles or like women should weigh a certain amount. That was been a big thing too. Like there was this trend where people would like, stick or use a sound on TikTok and it was like can someone show me a however pound girl yes, whatever yeah I did that and I put my you know five nine 155 pounds put that up there thinking nothing of it I was like I'm not heavy like I didn't think I was oh, at the time yeah no you're and like, like, I and like yeah I got so many comments being like this doesn't make sense like you look so like small blah blah, blah whatever and then like other people would be like okay. do they not know oh like, if you lost 35 pounds you'd be the perfect weight i'm like 35, if I lost 35 pounds if you lost 35 pounds you would like disintegrate literally i was like what is this idea of people saying that like women have to be like 100 to 135 pounds and right. that's it right. like i don't know where that is i don't know where from. that came from I remember seeing that trend, and by the time people were starting to get fed up with it, people mm-hmm. would joke, and people that were, like, women that were 200-plus pounds would yeah. look at it and be, like, 5'3", 100 pounds. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. funny. I, yeah. I just don't think, like, weight is something that anyone should freak out over. Like, people act as if Mm-mm. weight, like, equates to fat. Right, just so like, just not it. Like, I think that there are some cases, like, if somebody's legitimately like overweight, of course, the extremes, like to the extreme, and look at their weight. But if you are a healthy person, weight is the last thing. Is the last thing to care about. Yeah, exactly. Like, the only person that should be worried about your weight is your doctor. Like, unless you're wrestling and you have to make weight for you know your class or whatever it is, 
for like for some type of competition or if you're on either side of the extreme like it doesn't matter like no one is walking up to you in day-to-day life right right. (laughs) I think about that with like clothing sizes too and stuff when Mm -hmm. like there can be such a stigma around like having to go a size up or things like that and I'm like no one's looking at your pant size like (laughs) Uh, all that matters is that it fits, it fits you, you and it feels comfortable yeah. and looks good on you. Like, no one's looking, yeah. like, no one actually cares about numbers. Yeah, that was a big thing with me, like, growing up, too, is because when, like, in gymnastics, girls are, like, small. Like, I was the tallest one in the entire gym at all times. Like, even when I was a kid, I've just always been a very tall person. And um, I would, like, hang out with my friends from, from gym, and they'd all be, like, way smaller than me. And, like, we'd have sleepovers, and I would be like, oh, like, let's borrow each other's clothes and stuff like that and I felt like I had to be like their size or else like there was something wrong with me yeah and like that was like a huge thing like growing up and like through puberty and stuff was like I have to be like as small as you know my teammates because we're doing the same sport we're doing the same thing why am I not small you know what I mean yeah again like it literally doesn't matter and also I was a child so why was I worried about that <laughs> I know it's crazy how early those things can be in yeah life, and how common it is yeah because like I relate to all of that and yeah I know so many other people listening do too and it's just like mm-hmm. why <laughs> yeah like who who told us that who that told was us that? <laughs> the most viral TikTok that I've ever had was one of me talking like mocking myself in middle school for like doing like the inner thigh YouTube videos oh, in my room because so, <laughs> no, everyone in the comments well first there were so many people in the comments being like yeah but like how do I do it teach me how and they were getting so pissed at me for saying like like stop like that's not yeah or being like you can't but then so many people being like oh my god me 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 and I'm like did we all do that were we all literally 12 years old thinking that we had to like look a certain way like right. already at that yeah. age or the videos crazy. where it's like me five minutes before the pool party like doing a five minute six pack (laughs) (laughs) literally and it's like crazy to think about how much like body like the ideal body should look like has changed since we were kids like we used to want to be like this big like have a thigh gap like be able to wrap hand around your thigh yeah exactly now it's like you got to be thick but you also have to have like a small waist and like yeah now it's just can't be too muscular Yeah, it's like there's no winning. Yeah, like, literally no one can win. Hard, like, but I, I also at the same time I feel like even though beauty standards are like really like unrealistic and unreachable, sometimes I, I feel like these days there's more of a range of it. Like there's mm-hmm. some like there's like a super skinny beauty standard, but then at the same time there's also like the super thick hourglass. Like as much mm-hmm. as it's still like wrong and unrealistic mm-hmm. and unreachable I feel like there is somewhat of a range now yeah I yeah I can totally agree with that as long as yeah. you're confident in whatever body you have you're the beauty standard yeah I definitely think brands have been like really on it with you know being inclusive of yeah. everybody which has helped a lot of people I still think there is some you know brands that are just promoting you know one type of body yeah. which Some is still contributing still get away with it I don't, yeah. I don't know yeah exactly and I mean I get it like you want your clothes to look aesthetically pleasing you know you want people to buy you want but you have to also right. represent people that are going to be buying it yeah. you know you can, it's just it's crazy <laughs> yeah. there's so much to unpack there <laughs> yeah but I know that's a whole 
other story but yeah it was so great talking to you getting to know you this yeah a good conversation thank you so I, much for coming on this yeah we re- we covered so much yeah <laughs> all the things for I anyone for anyone listening who doesn't already follow calyx where can they find you you guys can find me on instagram at k.lix l-i-c-k-s um or on tiktok at calyx harmony c-a-l-y-x harmony h-a-r-m-o-n-y um, I also have a YouTube. It's linked in my Instagram. I don't even know what my username is, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are like my two main ones. Awesome. And we will link those below so you guys can just Click check her out from the show notes as well. <laughs> Yay! We hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Calix. If you guys came from Calix, then hey, thank hi. you. <laughs> thank you guys for for sticking with us, spending an hour hanging out with us. And, you know, we hope that you stick around and you enjoy the rest of our podcast episodes or just, like, come join our community in any way possible. And if you guys already know us, you're already here from us, really hope that you guys got something great out of this interview with Calix that you found it enjoyable, you learned something. I definitely did. It was cool hearing her perspectives and her experiences on things. With that, we will see you next week. Bye. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.